Hang on. Hang on. Halt. Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast, the song-by-song podcast about the greatest band of all time, They Might Be Giants. I'm your host, Greg Simpson, and tonight I've got Seymour Schmidt here to talk about the song I Haven't Seen You In Forever. It's our first episode on a song from Why? Here we go. I haven't seen you in forever I'm so sad cause I missed you so much I missed you so much I'm so so sad I haven't seen you in forever I'm so sad cause I missed you so much I missed you so much I'm so so sad I haven't seen you in forever I'm so glad we're together again Together again I'm so so glad I haven't seen you in forever I'm so annoyed cause I forgot how much you bug me I forgot how much you bug me I'm so so annoyed Go away and leave me alone. Go away and leave me no, alone. you go away. No, you go away. No, you. 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 Since we've been apart. Seymour, hey. Hi. How you doing? Uh, fine. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's your first solo episode. How do you feel? Uh, nervous. Oh, you'll be fine. You rocked it on uh, two Patreon episodes previous to this. You were on the Miscellaneous Trans Part 2. You were on the Art Talk Episode Part 2. And that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but yeah, we've chatted a lot on Facebook, and you are a big fan of the United States Postal Service and have sent me cool packages. I have gotten lots of cool art from you, drawings, uh, letters, uh, T-shirts. I'm wearing one right now with an accordion-playing worm, and uh, two stuffed, uh, I don't know if you call them stuffed animals, because one is a... The two-headed Johnster. It's the Linnell and Flans fused together in one cute little package, and it's awesome. <laughs> so thank you for all that stuff. Uh, no problem. I just like giving things to people. 
I know I obviously like tweeting out and stuff. You're like, does anyone want to get like uh, <laughs> Halloween? Does anyone want to get some Halloween cards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it looked like you had a lot of replies there. I did. That's like the rare times when I do like traditional art. So it like gets me to use the materials that I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what do you, what do you mean that, that most of your art is untraditional? Um, it, it's mostly digital. So. Uh huh. Yeah, everything I've gotten from you has been. Uh, well, I mean, did you design the um, the the t-shirts? The and then the other one is a monopuff uh, with a possum t-shirt. Did you do those designs on uh, the computer? No. So everything I got from you has been by hand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel special. It's got that personal touch. <laughs> and let's see. I am I'm forgetting where you're at. I want to say Virginia. <laughs> no. Carolina. One of the Carolinas? Yeah, one of them. Somewhere over there. Which one, though? <laughs> uh, you're gonna make me guess because I'm gonna get the wrong one. North Carolina. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> Somewhere over there. See, hey, coasters don't know, you know, anything about the Midwest, so I'm allowed to not know anything about uh, over yonder. <laughs> so, yeah, over over yonder. You know, as as we say here, I don't know. Nobody says that. Uh, <laughs> so you've been on two group episodes, but this is the the first time really getting to do the traditional uh, weekly episode. And so I think you need to tell our listeners about uh, how you got into they might be giants and uh, what your fandom has been like. Um. Well, I started listening to them because. I got into Homestar Runner in uh, 2018, which is pretty late to get into <laughs> Homestar Runner. <laughs> yeah, how did you, how did you come across Homestar Runner in 2018? I mean, they I mean they they still put stuff out, I think, yeah. but kind of sporadically. I mean, it it may have been like late 2017 when I got into them, but um, I like got back into the aquabats and strong bad is on um the song pink pants on high five soup oh so then i like looked into it <laughs> and i got to home so runner oh how did i not know this i was i mean i listened to so much aquabats back in the day but i have not kept up unfortunately oh. i did not realize that <laughs> well it's like, amazing uh, Matt Chapman uh, worked also worked on Yo Gabba Gabba, and he also, uh, okay he also worked on the Aquabat Super Show, so they're like great friends. Yeah, wow. Well, so with um, Homestar Runner, I kept watching Puppet Jams over and over again. So then YouTuber <laughs> recommended to me like. Um, they might be giants music videos and my friend told me that i should get into them because uh 
She's like, oh, you would really like them. They have like 20 albums. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so like one, one day, I just like watched the music video for Birdhouse and Your Soul and Don't Let's Start. And I kept watching those like over and over again. So then I just like, yeah. Started listening to all their albums. <laughs> so, what was the first thing of theirs you saw? Then uh, the the ones with those like improv studio jams they did with the Homestar Puppet. Yeah, that's what did, I saw first. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, those. Yeah, I wasn't sure if how many how, how many jams with other people Homestar was doing, but uh, that was uh, pretty cool. I'm imagining you saw the experimental film video then probably pretty early on too. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Well, it's got ho- all the Homestar guys in it. Yeah, I know, but like, I, that was too long ago. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Two whole years ago. That was like half your lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> so jealous of your youth. I'm over here. Got one foot in the grave. <laughs> I'm going to be 40 next year. That is insane can't handle it can't handle it so in your in your short relatively short time as a fan have you made it through every album then have you consumed it all or have you kind of stuck to one little corner of the the discography Um, well whenever i start listening to bands i would listen to all their albums in chronological order so that's what mm. I also did with the Anarchy Giants. So I well, kind of just... Ex- people. Yeah, no, I dig it. <laughs> I kind of exposed myself to all of it at first. Nice. <laughs> yeah, just j- jumped jumped in full cannonball right in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple of friends like that where they're like wanting to get into... You know, like I had a friend who was wanting to get into Sonic Youth, who I'm not sure if you're familiar with Sonic Youth, but they can be pretty abrasive... And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I've only heard a couple songs and I've really given them time of day. Uh, I'm going to listen to everything. And like they were around from like 80, yeah, like 82 to like 2006 or something like that. And just went through every single album. I'm like that's, uh, that's, uh, that takes some, uh, some uh, conviction to really, you know, go all in and like he's like even if i don't like it i'm gonna make it through all of them I'm like okay <laughs> i think he ended up liking them they're pretty great not at all like they might be giants but uh you know so um this is this is gonna be i think the 110th episode and it's the first one to feature a song off Why, and Why is the the last lone standing album to not get a episode about it. I've done two songs off No. I've done one of the ABCs. I've done one of the one two threes, and two of the science songs. But you saved me and got uh uh oh, oh Why poor poor little Why represented on the podcast uh were you just throwing me a bone or do you really like why i i really like why i listen to it a lot why (laughs) (laughs) is it your favorite of the uh, seriously i'm asking is is it your favorite of the kids albums no my favorite is here comes the one two threes 
Yeah. I would say why is probably pro- my I'd probably second go with science, favorite, maybe. Se- second favorite? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe third. Yeah, it's a good one. I think, like, production-wise and sonically, it, it, it sticks out for me. I um, feel like they were really finding their footing around. I mean, they're, they're all good, but I feel like No no is probably the one I go to the least. Felt like they were kind of, you know, trying to find their way with the, the kids' song stuff and seemed like there were some more, like, old-type old ideas that they were reworking and recycling but then you know they started getting their groove and uh yeah science i think is my favorite but why has real good sound to it too and it's not locked in by a theme like the the three previous well why why did you why kind of does have a theme to it but it's kind of um it's kind of vague it's not like out there as one, two, threes, ABCs, and science. Well, what would you say the theme is? Um, I would say the theme, a lot of the songs revolve around the perspectives of children and them mm-hmm. and like their imaginations and relationships with others. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's a very fun and, and positive album. Not that all the kids' albums aren't, but uh, um, yeah. I mean, so the you know the the title makes perfect sense. You know, the inquisitive nature of kids and how's yeah. it, how they see things and how they interpret things. So, why did you pick? Um, I haven't seen you in forever. Oh, it's my favorite song off of the album. Deep in the track list, fifteen out of eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, what do you, what do you like about it? Um, it kind of, it kind of reminds me of like when I was in choir and it's like just the voices and like one instrument, you know? Yeah. Like it just reminds me of those times. Yeah. I was, I mean, I was, uh, uh, Debating whether I'd even call this acapella. I mean, it's not in the strict sense because it does have a an instrument, yeah. but it's the drums. You know, there's no cording instrument. There's no. I mean, that's it's what makes it so impressive. Uh, Linnell's vocal performance is that there is no, you know, root note being played underneath what he's singing. So I mean, it's like, do you call it acapella or not? Because acapella groups, you know, they'll clap, they'll stomp, they'll snap. But if you got like real drums to it, then is it? It's not a cappella anymore. I don't know. What do you think? Is um, this an a cappella song or not? <laughs> uh, I would say partially it is, but I wouldn't really classify it altogether as an a cappella mm-hmm. song. It does go through the yeah the first two stanzas before the drums come in, and then they drop away towards the end too. So yeah, it's definitely got a cappella bits. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, Linnell is really, really showing off his vocals here. It's it's really impressive that um, well, in pop songs you don't hear people singing in round a whole lot. You know, yeah. he starts the starts the vocal and you know gets through the first stanza by itself. Yeah, the. I haven't seen you in forever. I'm so sad because I missed you so much. And then when that starts back over, 
the second vocal comes in in your left ear and is is chasing behind it doing it in round uh do you remember ever singing stuff in round in uh in choir yeah we do that all the time yeah i mean it's a good exercise it's a good challenge um yeah, the, the, the typical first round to do with young kids is row, row, row your boat. Do you remember ever doing row, row, row your boat in round? I mean, like back before this would be like elementary, if anything. No. We no. have like... That's, that, that's, that's the go-to for music teachers. What's that? We have like a different songs for vocal warm-ups, mm-hmm. but they're all like very simple. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. Get your get your voice going. Yeah, and I mean there there is a this song seems simple when it starts, but it's really not. I mean, have you? I'm assuming you've have you sung along with this song? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So what 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 are your thoughts there when you sing along with it? Um, Is it easy? No, not really. Yeah, I've I've been thinking a lot about this melody. I mean, what, what do you? I mean, what do you think makes it a, a tricky song to sing? I mean, even if, if you're just picking one of the parts, you know, you're not doing it in round with another person. What makes it tricky? Well, um, I don't know. It's kind of slow for me. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like it's whenever, not. It's not an aquabat song. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like whenever I like try to sing it by myself i go too fast although Mm -hmm. i kind of do that with every song (laughs) (laughs) you've got the useful energy (laughs) yeah everything's just too slow for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is it is kind of a mid-tempo song i mean when the drums come in boom boom you know so it's got that more anthemic beat than than peppy beat. Yeah. But yeah, I was trying to pin down like it took me quite a few listens through this, you know, really paying more attention to it with the episode uh coming up um to try and figure out all that's going on here and the the trickiest thing in this is that he is changing keys all over the place. And you don't really realize it as much because there are no cording instruments underneath it. And, and I mean, one of the big things is changes from major to minor. Um, and in perfect Linnell fashion, the musical elements and lyrical elements sync up like exactly on the parts where he's talking about being so sad. It's more of a minor feel like those first two stanzas. And then... When he gets to the I haven't seen you in forever, I'm so glad we're together again. Like those couple of, you know, the place where the half steps are change and the melody just raises up that little in those spots just that little bit to give it that major, you know, quote unquote happy sounding feel. And then when it gets to the I'm so annoyed, like there's an even bigger shift and things really get kind of just like a little just like they just sound like a little bit off but it's really hard to put your finger on it when you're just listening to it again because there's nothing grounding it underneath the vocals uh and (laughs) and then the go away and no you no you no you kind of goes to almost like a spoken like a talking voice there 
And then back to major for the since we've been apart, I see that I cannot live without you. And then uh, it ends. Yeah, it ends major because it, uh, I'm so, so glad. So it's just, I don't know. Did <laughs> Was that anything that ever occurred to you that, that, that there were key signatures in there? Or did it sneak by you did it, like it snuck by me so many times? Um, well, I guess it snuck by me because I don't I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, you were in choir, so I'm sure you sang things a lot of different. I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends how much yeah. your choir director would have uh, informed the choir as to like the you know theoretical things that are going on in the songs that you're singing or anything like that. Yeah, I you mean, know. I I've talked to like some of my other friends who've taken choir before, and it's um, I've learned that. Uh, my classes were not that educational, like at all. You're <laughs> <laughs> just like learning the material for, you know, for a concert, and then and that was the yeah, that, that was it. That was the goal was just getting ready for the concert. Yeah, you know, you know, I guess it depends how much, you know, extra time there is, you know, or how many times a week you go, or how long the rehearsals are. I mean, for a director, and I understand that because I got holiday programs coming up video programs this year uh and you feel like you just gotta go no time to waste and <laughs> kids are like we have to sing it again yes <laughs> <laughs> yes you do yeah some uh some brave soul on the wiki tabbed out a guitar chart for this even though there is no guitar in it and and yeah, if you're looking at the wiki, I mean, I I didn't try playing along with this, but Sam Samval is the user, and so it starts out in D minor, like I said, minor at the beginning, D minor, G minors, uh, and then it goes to D major. So, you know, from a minor to a major chord, just the the third of that chord is going up just a half step, you know, on those D chords and those G chords. And that's all that's that's changing, and it's so hard to sing. Um, like singing along with Linnell is one thing, but when you just try to sing it yourself, it's so hard to get those little changes, and it's just really, really impressive what he does there. And then I'm, I, yeah, I should have checked. I'm not so sure if the it, you know it goes to E flat, it drops, so it's going from D. Uh, I'm sorry, it's going up. It's going from D up to an E flat. So like just just this little shift on the I'm so annoyed part. And then it goes to, by the end, it's in G, it's a completely different key. So it is all over the place. And I'm sure that it's all intentional. I mean, I guess, you know, if you're singing something a cappella and you end up kind of shifting away from the original key by the end, you might not realize it, um, depending on how good your ear is. But I'm sure with uh mr john linnell that it was all intentional <laughs> and the one thing i wonder is if because with some studio trickery he could have had like piano chords going along with this to track it and then just take that out <laughs> do you think he would need that would he need that that crutch i don't think so yeah I mean, he, he's been doing that for, like, decades. I don't think he would need it. Yeah, I was thinking back on um, 
some of his other kids' songs have had, you know, acapella parts or very stripped down parts like um like violin came to mind. Um I mean lots of times there's like there's a little, you know, instrumentation under that. Um I'm not your broom acapella. But this one I think I mean this is probably his most impressive attempt at uh acapella track. I'd say. We should have uh we should have thought of this ahead of time and attempted a cover of this, you and me. <laughs> I probably couldn't pull it off <laughs> as the music teacher. I don't know. It just seems very daunting to me. It's just it, it, if the changes in the melody were bigger, it would be easier. But it's just the changes are just so slight. It just like mutates as it goes through just this major minor, major minor, and then a whole different key at the end. And it's so subtle. And that's what makes it hard. What do you think about Marty's drums in this song? I like them. Yeah. That's all you got from Mr. <laughs> Marty Beller. I'm sure he's listening. I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> um, I always like Marty's drums. Yeah. <laughs> I think they they sound huge. I mean, even though like I don't I don't think there's even any I don't think he hits the snare at all in this. It's mostly it almost sounds like um like concert percussion, like symphonic percussion. Like there's the kick drum and then what sounds like it could be the hi-hat cymbals hitting together or something bigger than that, but it's just boom, boom, almost like a kind of, um, I don't know, circusy kind of feel like a parade, you know, going down the street, boom, boom, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, I always say in a while. I've seen it in forever. I always, want to, I always want to change it. That happens to me all the time. Um, yeah, it's like kick drum, floor tom, and cymbals. I think it's pretty much it. But it just sounds so huge, and that's probably because there's nothing else to cover up like the reverb. It's just booming. Anything else about uh, musical elements before we talk about these these lyrics? Mm, no. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned a lot of these lyrics, but what uh, what are your what are your interpretations of uh, the lyrics in this tune? Um, I interpreted it as like maybe a child going to see a family member, and then like being really excited to see that family member, and then they like have some sort of argument, and then the child is like really really angry and they're like i don't want you in my life anymore (laughs) and then then, like later on they like apologize to each other and then they're all happy yeah (laughs) working in an elementary school this is something you see on like a daily basis where kids are friends and then they're not friends and then they're friends again (laughs) an hour later Yeah, it's. I forgot how much you bug me. It's a very kid phrase. Quit bugging me. You're so annoying. Like, and of course, it's a kid's album, but there's no, you know, if it were adults, there would be harsher language. (laughs) (laughs) And they wouldn't make up as easily. They would hold a grudge for a while. (laughs) Though I do think, you know, you can relate it to just, I mean, human relationships in general you know like they all have their their ups and downs you know 
even the best of friends even spouses you know you fight and that's uh you know it's kind of unavoidable um so i think you know it could go it could you know someone of any age could relate to this song yes yes <laughs> no you no you no you no you i love how that the, the secondary voice is just like all the way in your left ear because it is like you know your character the the protagonist <laughs> is right down the middle that main vocal and then you've got that yeah maybe that that relative right or this is like something like with with cousins you know you come together on the holidays you haven't seen him in forever you're excited to see him you're excited to play and then you're like you know you don't play together enough to really know how not to annoy each other or you know you don't play your games with the same rules and then the moms and dads have to get involved <laughs> go take a time out and cool down for a minute and then they're fine what else about the lyrics do you like anything else I mean the lyrics are pretty simple yeah I like um I don't know. I like all the repetition in it. Mm-hmm. Easier to remember the words. Right. Perfect for a kid's song. And I just, I love the extremes. It is, you know, so fitting for, you know, just when, you know, you're in that moment and you feel, you're like, oh, I, I'm, I'm so sad. I missed you so much. And then I'm so glad you were together again. I'm so glad. And then I'm so annoyed. Oh, you bug me. And then go away. And the no, you know, you, they get louder and louder and louder. And then again, yeah, I'm so glad we're together again. And there's this big chord in the vocals that just like feels so happy. And it's just like a roller coaster ride in like two minutes. <laughs> I mean, what is this like two minutes and 12 seconds yeah from what I can tell they have never played this live no they only played two songs off of Y live really yeah which ones it, um, they played Omnicorn once and they've played Oh You Did three times hmm. and then Red Pants Band did Elephants once Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. I wonder why they like why <laughs> they ignored this album so much. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they just you know got burnt out on the kids stuff. I don't know. It's like I mean, I mean they didn't have Disney behind them on this one. Yeah, but they were doing kids shows at the time though, so they could have they could have brought out <laughs> some more songs. I don't know. So 2015, 2016, they were doing kid shows? Yeah. They weren't just, I mean, because then... They did a few. You know, yeah. yeah. But hmm. they also, like, released Glean. They have the 2015 dollar song thing. So I guess it's, mm-hmm. like, so much new stuff. They, like, don't want to <laughs> learn all of it. <laughs> But still, only two songs. Yeah. Only two songs on this Getting Love out of 18 tracks. It's crazy. Maybe they hate children now. They hate their ch- They hate children. I mean, <laughs> Linnell's kids have got to be adults now, right? Or adult, adult? I don't know. I only can confirm that he has the one kid that appears in Gigantic, and that was, yeah. you know, filmed in 2000. That, that's his only child. 
Yeah. So, firmly in adulthood by now. Yeah, he's um, he's two years older than me, apparently. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could be one of the John's kids. <laughs> yeah, that scares cool? me. <laughs> I mean, my dad is my dad is a few months older than Lonel, which was like yeah. very surprising to find out. Because <laughs> usually, whenever I get into older bands, like members would be around like my mom's age, like being their fifties. So it's mm-hmm. like weird to find a band that's the same age <laughs> as my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean the Aquabats guys, they're they're no spring chickens either. <laughs> yeah, well, I I don't know. You're an old soul. You you like the the oldies, the oldies as in '90s ska. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got I got into Aquabats when I was like 11. That was a yeah. long time ago. That was, like, before the TV show, which is weird. I thought the TV show was going to be, like, terrible. <laughs> and, then, and then whenever I got back into Aquabats, I, like, watched it and loved it. So I don't I yeah. don't know what I was thinking at age 12. <laughs> <laughs> at age 12, you're like, no, I'm going to be too cool for this. Like, oh, actually... Yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah aquabats man yeah i guess i yeah i got into them i think in their second album and yeah so that was like 97 whatever i was in it was 97 yeah perfect perfect music for driving to the skate park <laughs> <laughs> And I'm pushing so hard, pushing so hard. So good. Back to uh, They Might Be Giants. What do you think of the uh, the, the music video for this one? It's, it's directed by Todd Goldstein, who did another one for this album, Definition of Good. Uh, what, what do you think of these eyeballs? <laughs> um, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's super cute, just that one eyeball just looking around, and then when the second yeah. voice comes in, I mean, because it's, it's a song that's primarily driven by two voices, but instead of mouths, you have eyeballs just like going cross-eyed and bouncing all over the place. And then all of a sudden, it just gets like really, really trippy. And then no you, no you. They just kind of turn into circles, and they're bouncing back and forth at each other, and then they start like it almost turns into like a game of pong and then just multiplies. <laughs> Gets pretty trippy there around the 130 mark. And then the two two eyeballs merge together as one because you got the one with the yellow people and the one with the blue. They merge together into one cyclops eye at the end and it the yellow and blue becomes a green eyeball. The video is very um simplistic. Yeah, and you find that a lot with their the dial a song mm-hmm. era. You know, there will be the videos you could tell they put a lot more time into, and then the ones that are, <laughs> yeah. are you know, simple. Like, you know, Duncan, of course, of course, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> it's two dial a song cycles. I guess, like, the simplicity of the video goes well with the 
simplicity of the song. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not like a lot going on. No, I should have shown it to my daughter. See what she thought of it. Is it a two-year-old? If she would have, I think she would have dug the. Just the. <laughs> she is. She is obsessed with eyes. You know, there's like, you know, a Dr. Seuss book, the eye book, and it's just like all about eyes. And she's always like. You know, this is, that was a word she learned a long time ago, and she just loves pointing. And she'll like almost poke herself in the eyes, like eyes, eyes, <laughs> poke you in the eyes, just everything. You know, and you, and you sent the the two headed Johnster over in this button eyes. You know, eyes, 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 eyes. <laughs> yeah, I should show this to her. I think she'd like it. <laughs> So believe it or not, there is a cover section for this episode. I almost didn't even look for covers. I'm like, there's no way there's going to be covers of this song. But I found two of them. Did you look at all? No, I didn't. I didn't look for any. That's okay. I'm going to send them to you. Okay, let's see. This first one is YouTube user Steve uh, Baddock. I think is his name. B-A-D-A-C-H. And I come across his videos a lot. He, like, since, it seems since around 2015, each time a new Name of Giants album comes out, he puts up a video of him playing bass for, like, every song. And, well, he calls it a bass cover. I wouldn't technically call most of his stuff a a bass cover because he's just playing along, but it's almost like a good tutorial. Like, people who are bass players could watch him play it and learn some of Danny Wankoff's bass parts. But in this case, the reason I'm going to play it for this song is that there is no bass in the song, so he makes up his own bass part to it. And in the, the description, he says, I know it's a little rude to mess with such a nice two-part TMBG round, but adding a third voice was the only thing that made sense to me. And so I think, let me see, if you skip ahead, I don't think the bass comes in until like, maybe like 30 seconds in. Let's I haven't seen you in forever, I'm so glad Together again, together again. I'm so so glad. I haven't seen you in forever. I'm so annoyed because I forgot how much you bugged me. I forgot how much you bugged me. I'm so so annoyed. Go away and leave me alone. No, you go away. No you, no you, no you, no you, no you, since we've been apart, I see that I cannot live without you, I cannot live without you, I don't ever leave me What do you think of that? Um, I think it was nice. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not uh, trying to sound mean. I actually think it sounded nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool adding a you know a third part to the round. There's only yeah. a couple spots where it sounded like maybe maybe there was a clashing interval, especially if like the third part is still hanging over when the next part of the you know the f- the first voice starts over 
I just heard like a couple little clashing parts, but for the most part, I think it works pretty well. He starts out super high, which is awesome, and ends up down lower during the annoyed part. And for the most part, is just doing a round and just, you know, he learned the vocal melody and then, you know, was playing it on the bass as a third voice. But then he takes some liberties in there, like on that big, um, on the Don't Ever Leave Me Again. Yeah. Yeah. Leave me again. There's a, like, the one voice stays up high, the other voice is kind of descending, and he does his own little thing. Uh, it seems like a totally unique part, and it sounds pretty sweet. Good job, Steve. Steve Baddock, I think. Baddock. Yeah. He's got 16,000 subscribers. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like his bass videos. It's just for the most part, it's usually just playing along with Danny. And it's cool to watch, but for an audio medium, it just sounds like you've got two bassists playing <laughs> the original song, you know. And yeah, I wouldn't really call it a cover. More of a tutorial. But this one, like I said, he's adding bass where there was no bass before. And then... Go figure. We've got a, a, a bunch of lovingly nerdy old guys in an acapella group doing it <laughs> here. They're uh, just saying the link there. The group is called Kettle of Fish. Kettle of Fish on YouTube. And I say nerdy in the most loving way because uh, acapella groups, I mean, there's just something so dorky about it. But it's so <laughs> cool because, you know, I mean... I, you know, I'm, as a dork, I'm saying this. You know, I've never been in an acapella group, but and, and I love acapella covers. And this one, yeah, I mean, they get a. I think there's six guys. Why don't you go ahead and give that a listen? I haven't seen you in forever. I'm so sad because I missed you so much. I missed you so much. I'm so so sad. I haven't seen you in forever. I haven't seen I'm you so in forever. I I'm you so much. I missed you so much. I missed you so much. I'm so so sad. I haven't seen you in forever. I haven't seen you in forever. We're together again. Together again. Go away and leave me alone. Go away and leave me alone. Go away. No, you go away. No, you. No you, 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 Forever, I'm so glad we're together again. Together again, I'm so so glad. What do you think? Oh, that was that was really cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it starts with just the one guy. Adds the second guy. And so they're doing a split screen. Oh, and I, and I should mention that this they put this out uh, just in July of this year and relate it to the uh, the pandemic and all the quarantining and all that. You know, these guys, you know, they yeah. haven't been ha- able to have their acapella group rehearsals. You know, they miss each other so much. So they did this little split screen video, which gets pretty Brady Bunch towards the middle where they're all kind of looking at each other's squares, <laughs> looking down, looking up, looking to the side, looking at each other, which is pretty cool. Um, and I think for the most part, for like at least the first half of the song, they're pretty much just like doubling or even tripling the parts. I don't think they add, um, you know, I mean, it's only a two part original and they're kind of singing along with each other, each taking, you know, one of the two parts, but then towards the middle, it sounds like they start adding some extra stuff. And by the end, I'm not sure if they're doing a full six part (laughs) round. I don't even know if that would work without some of them starting to overlap on each other anyway. But uh, they all seem to end at different points. So, well, I mean, I think at a couple points it gets a little jumbled there, but it is pretty impressive. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I, I like the, um, the additions that they made at the end. I think it would be like... Yeah, and again, that... Uh, Go ahead. Uh, I think it would be interesting to hear if some group arranged this in like, uh, like six parts, <laughs> like the whole thing yeah, in six I mean, parts. Right. <laughs> I wonder how it would sound, especially the the middle part. Right, and I'm saying like some of the vocal phrases aren't really that long. So I feel like some of them, you know, once the the fourth guy's coming in, it's already would have like started over. And I don't know if that would really work. (laughs) Is there a sixth point for someone to start before it just is going, starting over again? And they would just, you know, the parts would just lay on top of each other. Or you'd be singing different, you know, one, one, the the sixth person would be so far behind. They're singing like the first (laughs) verse while everyone else is already on the second (laughs) verse. You know, (laughs) it would really sound jumbled. Yeah. Um, But yeah. That'd be pretty impressive. I'd like to hear an instrumental cover of this song where there's no vocals and they take the vocal parts and, and, and put them into instruments and then maybe add those guitar chords in the back and just like turn it into a whole, I mean, it could be a whole completely different thing. That would be interesting. That would sound really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear like, um, now I'm picturing like another song where they do a round, uh, older I'm picturing like the um, on the Mink Car version of Older, where it's like these two. Can't even remember the names of them. They're like two like medieval instruments, but one kind of sounds like a bassoon, and one kind of sounds like an oboe. I want to hear this song on bassoon and oboe. It would be like the older style of uh, I haven't seen you in forever. So yeah, I searched a little bit on Bandcamp and SoundCloud are usually the other places I go and look, but nothing there. Um, but like I said, I almost didn't even look for covers. Like, There's no way. And we got two of them. So that's cool. <laughs> so I think we have come 
to the time in the show where you need to score this song. So, what do you think? Well, you know, you know that um song sorter that Owen made. Oh yeah. Whenever I, I did that, that wow. um, I haven't seen you in forever. Ended up being number one on it. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, do you remember? Do you remember how? Can we direct people to this site? Do you remember how? What's the best way for people to get to that? Uh, I know. I mean, is it just called like TMBG Song Sorter? Or I know how to. Oh, that go- yeah, that got me there. It did. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean the site is bluefootneocities.org slash music slash TMBG sorter. But yeah. yeah, if you search TMBG song sorter, it's the very first thing. Oh, cool. So, I was just gonna like yeah. direct people to his website, <laughs> just like in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bluefoot, but the O's are zeros. Bluefoot.neocities.org. It's very wonderfully. Uh, let me let me go to the main page. There, what does the main page look like? His site looks really nice. It's it's awesomely nineties. Yeah, because very of, cool and a lot of cool art. Because of his site, I made my own site. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yes. Well, well, then then give it a plug. Um, what well, is it? Highfivesoup.newcities.org. <laughs> is it newcities.org? Is it? Or is it something yeah. else? Okay. I always High forget. Five Soup? High Five Soup. Never give up and good luck will find you. Yes. Hi. H-I-F-I-V-E. Soup. <laughs> yeah. Newcities.org. Very nice. I like the color palette here. Thank you. The pinks and purplies. <laughs> so yeah, back to the song sort of. So this song came up number one? Yeah. Which is really interesting. Yeah, and here you can like... So first you select which albums are going to be in contention here. Yeah. And then... Right, it just kind of it keeps pitting two songs against each other. Yeah. Right, and you select the one you want the most, right? It's well since I tried this. How many albums did you have all the albums checked when you started the the I, the battle? I, I just had the studio albums. I didn't do any of like the compilation albums or anything. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's just to make it like simple. Yeah. And I mean, it's got it's fun to steal. Yeah. Does it have it has state songs so yeah it's got their other stuff too wow and how long were you clicking through how i mean <laughs> when you, you'd have to be clicking through for quite a while to get down to yeah the number one wouldn't you <laughs> that took a really long time <laughs> just going two songs at a time yeah. do, you, do you know what mm. ended up being number two for me what number two Oh, the song number two? Yeah. <laughs> Danny Winecuff's number two? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's uh, almost a little spooky or something. I don't know what the word is for that. Yeah. It's uh, 
I think it would have been number two. interesting if number three ended up being number three. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't think I... four was number four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um... Okay, but for the purposes of this episode, yeah. scale um, to ten decimals are acceptable. I uh, I would I would want to put it to give it a ten, but I don't know since they've never played it live, and I feel like it would it would have been interesting if instead of having Linnell again. Um, doing the second part again, if they have like plans there instead, would yeah. would have been like really mm-hmm. interesting. Or like anyone that's, else. That's really. a common gripe of mine. Is that yeah? That's a common gripe of mine. Is that like they never seem to sing on each other's songs anymore? It's very rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they did they did do rounds for um, what is a shooting star? Mm, and it was okay. separate, which was really cool. I wish they did that again for I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'd give it like a yeah, I don't, uh, 9.8, mm-hmm. maybe. 9.8? Wow. Yeah. But if it came out as number one in the song, sort, <laughs> but I guess it all depends like what, you know, each one is a face off. So you're like, not just like ranking them. It depends what you know what the competitor is when yeah. it comes up, right? I mean, it's not it's not like my favorite "They Might Be Giants" song of all time. It might be like number two or something. <laughs> <laughs> so you're bumping number two to put this at number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is like a who's on first routine at this point. Wow, what am I giving this? Man, this is tricky. This is tricky. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm kind of stumped on what to give this one. I mean, it is the. It's, I don't have any other Y songs scored yet to score it against those. Do you have a favorite Y song? Mm, I mean, I really like Omnicorn. And Definition of Good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. What my favorite one is, but um, "Walking My Cat Named Dog," that one uh, might be my students' favorites. I know I was going through some random ones, and because you know I've done this uh, first grade program with "They Might Be Giants" songs for the past couple of years, and I was trying to uh, find a, a fresh one to put on in the second year program that I hadn't used before. And I was going through, and that one they. Loved it, and they loved the video, but it's just there's there were just too many words. They just couldn't <laughs> couldn't quite handle it. It's a little above a first grade level. Um, but I think what's the highest kids? Song? I think maybe Paling Todd just might might be the highest sco- highest scored kids song I've done so far. And what did I give that? I gave that an eight point three. What did I give Elements? Eight. Okay. All right. So it looks like 8.3 is the highest kids score I've given. And this one's not quite up to those. Um, you know, I have said there's a lot of things about the song that, that 
impress me. But I think I gotta, mm, I gotta leave room for the other kids' songs. I'm going. Don't, don't hurt me. I'm going six point five. And that might seem—I feel like it might seem like a total surprise based on all the analyzing of this song I've done, but it's not one that's—I mean, maybe it'll climb up higher, and I feel like I might give it more listening time now that I've really dug into it. But as like a short song on near the end of what is not my favorite kids' album of theirs, it just hadn't gotten a whole lot of play until really I, you know, started preparing for this episode. So at this point, it's at a six point five, but who knows? Maybe it'll climb up a little bit. So, I'm sticking with that. I got to stick with my guns there. So, is there anything else you would like to plug other than your uh, your cool website there? You want to tell people uh, Instagram or Twitter or anything like that? And tell people to find you or to leave me alone? <laughs> um, I'm Seymour Galore on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. That's where you can see all of my art yeah there's some good shit on there people solid solid stuff so uh people can find this might be a podcast all over the place this might be a podcast.com this might be a podcast.bandcamp.com to hear a lot of covers uh twitter is a good place to mix it up with uh the pod and uh the podcast crew at this might be a pod on Twitter. Uh, email me this might be a pod at Gmail and leave voicemails at uh, 224-801-2930. Leave me voicemails. We need to see if anyone can best Jonathan Leonard and uh, Spencer Parks in the sheer amount of voicemails I've gotten. There, there needs to be a new contender in this battle. So, uh, and if you really like what you're hearing, go to patreon.com slash this might be a podcast. And I think that's all of that stuff. So, Seymour, thanks uh, so much for, for being on uh, your first solo episode. How do you think it went? Um, I think it went fine. <laughs> sure did. You did great. Thank you. <laughs> thanks so much. No problem. haven't seen you in forever i'm so sad because i missed you so much i missed you so much i'm so so sad i haven't seen you in forever i'm so sad because i missed you so much i missed you so much I'm so, so sad I haven't seen you in forever I'm so glad we're together again Together again I'm so, so glad I haven't seen you in forever I'm so annoyed cause I forgot how much you bug me I forgot how much you bug me I'm so, so annoyed Go away and leave me alone. Go away and leave me no, alone. you go away. No, you go away. No, you. 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 Since we've been apart, I see that I cannot live without you. I cannot live without you. I don't ever leave me again.
haven't seen you in forever. I'm so glad we're together again. Together again. I'm so, so glad. I'm so, so glad.